just taking control. Hello and welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host Darren and today we're going to be talking about Joy in Repetition uh, from Graffiti Bridge recorded on the 17th of July 1986. <laughs> so quite a few years before the film was released at Sunset Sound. Uh, released on the 20th of August 1990. On the track it is Prince uh, with Susanna doing some backing vocals. It's been a while since we've said her name. Uh, the track itself is 4 minutes 53, and joining me to talk about this is Zachary Hoskins. Hello, Zachary. Hey. As I've said on a number of tracks for this album, obviously Prince was almost like clearing out the vault of old songs uh, at this point. So there was, you know, most of the songs for this album are old, um, and then once we start the next album, you know, Diamonds and Pearls was basically all new songs that were recorded for that album. Um, so... Uh, that doesn't change the fact that I love this song. You know, this is one of my favourite songs off this album. Mm. Um, and I don't know that I could ever really define a genre for it. I mean, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's such a kind of weird and experimental song, um, you know. Uh, and um, the fact that it's recorded in 1986, it does kind of have, you know, like kind of a post-parade kind mm. of pre-Sign of the Times feel to it anyway. Mm. Um, you know, recorded the day after I could never take the place of your man, which, you know, to put it in context. So, so it's kind of, uh, you know, kind of weird to think of this as being from that kind of time period. It was never meant to be on the Dream Factory, but apparently it was originally, you know, it could have been on Crystal Ball and it was dropped when Sign of the Times was kind of put together. Yeah, there's a, there's actually a, a, a version floating around uh, that if you, you know, if you look hard enough, I'm sure, I'm sure you can find, but um, it, it starts with the horns from the end of um, the ball is the name of the song, which became I Know. So it's a, it's a yeah. weird mis- mishmash, you know, because here's the song that I think most of us heard from Graffiti Bridge. Uh, it's starting with the with the horns from um, a song from Love Sexy and the kind of crowd noise uh, from from Love Sexy. And uh, and and it it actually came from basically sign of the times. So it's it's a really strange uh, sort of uh, provenance that this song has. Like I say, I can't pick a genre for it, but uh, it's kind of it is a bit of a slow jam. Let's say. I mean, that's I guess that would kind of because it's not like a quick song, is it? You know, it's a kind of very deliberate. Right. Um, you know, the beat is kind of uh, very kind of slow, um, and you know the lyrics themselves. Um, you know, uh, like you say, starts with the crowd noise uh, for Alphabet Street. And um, <laughs> Prince says he liked to frequent this club down up on 36th. Pimps and thangs like to hang outside and cuss for kicks. I just kind of, I mean, I just love the kind of the scene that he's immediately setting at the start of this, mm. uh, this, this song. You get the kind of double tracking when he says talking to no one in particular, they say the baddest I am tonight, which I love. I love the kind of reversing there. It's just, it's so great. Mm. Uh, Four letter words are seldom heard with such dignity and bite. And then that's when the drums kind of, kind of wind up and start up there. Um, And then Prince tells us all the poets and the part-time singers always hang inside. Um, And it's worth saying as well, the double tracking doesn't go throughout, but there's certain like words that it emphasizes, particularly on that line where it says always hang inside. Mm. Um, And then he says, live music from a band plays a song called 
Soul Psychedelicide, <laughs> which of course is a song that Prince actually recorded a few days after this. Right. <laughs> um, and remains unreleased. And I love this thing where he says, the song's a year long and it'd been playing for months when he walked into the place. I mean... It's, yeah, it's like magical realism almost, you know, it's... it's <laughs> but, I mean, I, but I love the idea, you know, like that Prince is kind of going to this club where there's almost like a never-ending jam mm-hmm. that just kind of keeps on going forever and ever. Um, and... You know, no one seemed to care an introverted this is it look on most of their faces. Um, And then upon the mic, repeating two words over and over again. And again, the kind of double tracking emphasizes Mm. those last few words. And then my favorite delivery, probably on this album, where he says, was this woman he had noticed before he lost himself in the articulated manner in which he said them? (laughs) And then he goes, these two words a little bit behind the beat. And... You know, he kind of says all those words so quickly and then he kind of slows right down for the a little bit behind the beat. And then he kind of clicks his fingers and he says, I mean, just enough to turn you on. <laughs> and I mean, it's I mean, so great because like, you know, you know, aside from the kind of magical realism of a song playing that's a year long. Right. You kind of get the atmosphere of this club, you mm. know, like everything he's saying kind of just builds up the idea of, of kind of this this kind of extremely hip club where, you know, this person has wandered in and, you know, sees this person on stage. He says, for every time she said the words, another one of his doubts were gone. At the same time, the personification of this woman who is, you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> so this woman that he'd never noticed before and he lost himself in the articulated manner. Um uh, is represented by Ingrid Chavez. And I, I have to say, that feels like a slight kind of, you know, I don't think that would match the, the image that I would have in my head of who this woman is. And this is not to say that Ingrid Chavez is not a lovely enough woman, because right. she is. Right. But I just don't think, like, the, the, the scene that Prince is describing here, you know, it, you, you couldn't put it on film. Mm. And I think it's almost a mistake that he did try and put this on film. Yeah. Because it can only end up being a kind of a disappointment. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's sort of the like the song uh, Soul Psychedelicide, at least at least the one, the, the version of it that I've heard. I, I mean, it, it, it doesn't live up to this. And, it, and I don't think it ever could. And it's the same kind no. of thing, you know, when you try to dramatize this this poetic scene that he's that he's painting it almost you know it almost sort of cheapens it like it's it it could never live up to the 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 image that's being created in 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 this verse and i like here you know you get the double tracking but it's slightly out of sync so when prince says should he try to rap with her should Mm. he stand and stare there's kind of a slight echo and he goes no one else is watching her he didn't seem to care so over and over she said the words till he could take no more (laughs) Um, and then you get to, I think it's Susanna saying no more as the echo. Mm. Uh, and then I like as well the kind of underneath this next bit, there's the kind of, um, uh, there's like a harmony, just these kind of held notes. As he says, he dragged her from the stage and together they ran through the back door. Uh, and I just love the way he sings in the alley over by the curb, he said. And then he drops into his lower register for, tell me what's your name? <laughs> and she only said the words again and it started to rain. And of course we get... I mean, sometimes Prince goes a little cheesy, and on this particular occasion, he has he has the kind of rain, 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 like right. as if it's raindrops. Yeah. And I mean, that's something that like a, a six year old would do to kind of, uh, you know, if they were asked to kind of do a, a picture with music, yeah, uh, they would kind of just like hit some xylophones a couple of times to create the, the raindrop sound. Um, but I still, I love it. It's it's a nice touch. He gets away with it somehow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he kind of sells it, doesn't he? Right. That's the thing. 
Uh, and he says two words fall in between the drops and the moans of his condition. <laughs> Holding someone is true to believing there's joy in repetition. Mm. And, you know, the fact that it takes this long to get to the title of the song, it's mm. almost like he's kind of holding back and, you know, kind of just delaying it until the last possible moment before he kind of has to say the title of the song. Right. And even then he, he rhymes condition with repetition, <laughs> which again, I mean, it's an easy rhyme, but at the same time, I kind of just love that he does that. Yeah. Um, and then of course, as if to demonstrate it, he then repeats this joy in repetition, mm. uh, you know, a few times over and over. Um, and of course, you know, he's talking about this person singing these two words. Yeah, we still don't uh, a know. A little bit behind the beat. <laughs> yeah, and we don't know what the words are, right. even though he's saying this during repetition, you know, over and over again. And then, of course, he goes, she said, love me, mm. uh, love me, what she say. And then, you know, in the film, you have, you know, Ingrid Chavez, you know, behind a microphone, just saying the words, love me, <laughs> as this is sung, which, again, kind of lets down the the kind of the, what you had in your head yeah. is probably <laughs> definitely not this um you know and we do get the repetition of you know she says love me and then of course we get um you know a really great guitar solo kind of not treating his voice but it's kind mm. of not it's not at the fore it's kind of like you know way in the background saying why don't you love me baby uh, and in between you get the, the kind of little stab of joy why can't you love me joy like kind of that kind of alternates as this guitar solo kind of goes on right this is one of my favorite songs on this on this album you know like obviously when i watched it in the film it's only it's only like two minutes <laughs> starting about 43 minutes in and kind of finishing at about 45 minutes in there's only two minutes of it in the film um, but it was enough that when I got the album, this was like one of the tracks that I kind of immediately wanted to hear the full song for. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it's, it's not a song that I think can easily be edited down. Uh, the, the, the structure is so, I mean, like you've been saying, you know, so much about the structure is unusual and it's just sort of slowly unfolding. And, um, you know, that first verse, I, I, I love how, it starts out he's talking and then he, it almost kind of like creeps up on you and then he he starts singing but even then we're not really in uh, like a pop melody pattern you know the the song doesn't really yeah. find its melody uh, you know almost until he until he hits the the the, the title there's joy and repetition uh it's yeah. it's just such a it, it's it's a it's a song that um you know, I, usually when like music critics call something insubstantial, it's a it's a negative thing. But this is a song that I is, is it's insubstantial in a positive way. It doesn't. It feels like if you tried to touch it, it would just you know turn into a mist. <laughs> like it's 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 really beautiful. We also get the kind of um, you know it just keeps repeated joy and repetition. You know, love me, joy, love me. Like the whole thing just keeps building on that. Um, and then I like as well when it gets to the end and. It kind of everything kind of disappears and you just finish with Prince saying there's joy in repetition <laughs> and he kind of goes from his like you know falsetto down to his like normal voice mm. um, and this is something that I always love in a song as well I love a song that finishes by saying its own title <laughs> um, but obviously they say the title this so many times before that anyway so it was right. going to kind of be inevitable they were always going to finish with the words joy in repetition <laughs> um, but I kind of like the way he sings it because it's almost like he's he's out of breath and he kind of, by the time he says repetition, it's kind of like he's he's kind of, that's all he can sing. You know, he's got nothing left to say, basically. And 
Um, yeah, I mean, I just love it. I love I love all the production in it, you know, the kind of the, the gradual layering. And like we say, the unusual structure of, you know, by the time it actually reaches the title of the song, you know, it's it's more than halfway through. Right. And then for the rest <laughs> of the song, it's just mostly repetition of the words love me and during repetition. Mm. Um, but, you know, Prince has built this picture all the way throughout the song, like so kind of perfectly that by the time you get to, you know, the kind of the, re- the repetitive part of the song, you already have this picture in your head of, you know, this club and this person singing that, you know, all you're doing now is you're sitting next to Prince just watching this person sing, uh, you know, the words love me and enjoying repetition over and over again. <laughs> um, you know, but I mean, it's it's just what it's one of my favorite songs on an album that is, I'm going to have to say a little bit up and down. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's one of my it's one of my favorite, you know, Prince songs period and I guess you could extrapolate from that it's one of my favorite songs like it's it's just so yeah. good uh he was really at the at the peak of his powers in 1986 I mean he was he was at a level of songwriting that is just unbelievable like it, it you know he recorded this in a day <laughs> it's it's just crazy <laughs> uh yeah and and you know I, I think you know, you know the lyrics obviously towards the end are just kind of very repetitive. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's but the fact is he earns that by kind of the build up throughout yeah. the song, of kind of gradually getting to the point where you want to know what is being sung. You know, and like he says, these two words just a little behind the beat. You know, just enough to turn you on, and you're like, what are they? You know, what? <laughs> when are we going to get to the point where we actually find this out? And you know, when he then delivers it at the end, you just kind of like that's what you want to kind of like wallow in and just enjoy, right? Um, you know. You know, I I think it should be quite easy to guess. A clear five out of five. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, same for me. It's 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 uh, it's impossible to categorize this song. It's like just a just a beautiful, strange little musical art film. You know that, that like like where where did this come from? And it doesn't it doesn't really belong on Graffiti Bridge. But I'm glad he found some kind of place for it if it couldn't come out on you know crystal ball side of the times and as well i mean uh, it's worth discussing as well uh you know (laughs) i kind of don't want to get too much into this um because i'm gonna have to speak about it a little bit with thieves in the temple but right um you know this this song comes um on the album it's it's before thieves in the temple but in the film it's it's directly after thieves in the temple and um during thieves in the temple um morris day and um jerome (laughs) Yeah, uh, the the temple that they are being thieves of belongs to Aura. <laughs> right. Let's say, and so this song this song starts up. It doesn't start. You know, obviously I said you know it starts about forty three minutes in, but there's about a kind of thirty seconds of it kind of in the background before it actually kind of launches into the song, mm. where Prince um, goes over to Morris Day's house. It just kind of like breaks in, <laughs> and and then just kind of. Um, throws Aura over his shoulder and then just kind of leaves. And after he's left, we have some dialogue between Jerome and Morris Day where they realize they are the only ones in the bedroom. Right. Um, <laughs> and, and we get that kind of in ADR as Prince just walks down the road with Aura over his shoulder. And no one says anything. Yeah. No one sees him, admittedly, because it's, you know, it's an empty set, basically. But like Prince is just walking with this woman over his shoulder. <laughs> And it doesn't draw any attention. And the song in the film essentially, you know, kind of is like a fever dream that Aura is having. Right. Um, as best I can understand it. And the prince is kind of also sharing um, due to due her due to her magical uh, their, their spiritual connection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's a little bit of that. But yeah, it's basically Prince saving her. Right. And 
you know, his his reward is to take part in this kind of joint dream between the two of them. As yeah. far as I can make out, that's what's going on in the film. I mean, Gra- Graffiti Bridge was not Prince's uh, finest hour. Um, the film, in in terms of gender politics, um, yeah, I, I definitely remember watching this and and being and being taken aback that like, uh, you know, he he saves her from sexual assault. And then, like, there's there's this kind of big dramatic moment when he like decides not to have sex with her, and it's sort of like, is this supposed to be, you know, heroic that he doesn't then sexually assault her? I, it's just bizarre. It's it's a really strange part of the movie, and uh, you know, the uh, the the song, thank God, uh, <laughs> exists. You know, separate from from the film. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, you know, like uh, like I said, you know, the, the kind of the performance of it in the film was the thing that made me want to hear the song. So mm. obviously it worked in that way. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just you, you kind of think to yourself this, you know, the entire graffiti bridge could have been, you know, better executed. I mean, the, the fact that Prince took like three years to get it written and directed <laughs> and, you know, could only could only sell it to Warner Brothers after he promised it would be a sequel to Purple Rain. <laughs> right. Um, and the, and the, it would come in, you know, like it wouldn't cost too much. And, you know, uh, I, I mean, it feels it kind of feels like particularly it, ha- it has this kind of music video to music video feel where mm. every song is performed as a music video. Right. Um, and then you have just bits of dialogue to link those music videos. Um, and that's kind of what happens here. You have the music video of Thieves in the Temple that gets linked to the music video for Julian Repetition. Um, and, and you know, kind of, there's just that weird scene in between that is the connection between those two music videos. So, <laughs> yeah. um, but I mean, you know, I love the song so much that I'm kind of willing to overlook how terrible Graffiti Bridge the film is, <laughs> right? Because at the very least, you know, like you say, this is at least it found a project, you know, right. at least Prince kind of decided to take it out the vault and stick it on, you know, an album somewhere, <laughs> and you know, at least we actually get to hear it rather than you know the the hundreds of songs obviously that that kind of never ended up finding a project, including Soul Psychedelicides. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, he he meant he name drops another song that would have been maybe you know a good it would have been a good time to put that on an album if <laughs> if you're going to mention it maybe put it on Graffiti Bridge as well. Right. Um. You know. So, but yeah, I mean. Just kind of obviously, no one's covered this song that I could find. Um, <laughs> I can't. You know. I, it would have to be like a jazz singer or someone. You know, I I, I can't imagine yeah. uh, a, a pop artist knowing how to, or even an R and B artist, uh, unless you know. I mean, maybe maybe a few. I could I could see maybe D'Angelo or Bilal or someone, but I, even that would be a stretch. Yeah, I feel. Yeah, I feel like there would be a good D'Angelo version in there, and obviously we know how much Pr- Prince approved of D'Angelo anyway. So. Mm. You know, he might have given it his full blessing. Um, I mean, the, the, the first time that Prince performed this live uh, completely was 1996. And wow. then he didn't perform it again for like almost 20 years. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it wasn't a kind of was a regular that he performed live. Right. Um, he did apparently perform it on the 3121 tour quite a bit. Um, but other than that, you know, at this point, obviously, Prince has got, you know, a couple of hundred songs yeah. <laughs> that he can perform. So, you know... He he doesn't need to perform every song live, but yeah, I mean it's one of my it's one of my favorite songs. I I mean I would hazard a guess and say that you know on any day I kind of flip between this and Question of You being my favorite song from Graffiti Bridge, mm. um, and, and you know Question of You uh, is kind of as I you know will have said in the previous episode. You know it's I don't know it just depends which day it is where. One of these is number one, and one of them is number two on this album for me. Right. Um, it just it just kind of depends on my mood. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, you know, I kind of like them both equally. Um, but yeah, so, you know, it's one of those things where you're like thankful that Prince decided to make an album that kind of cleared out his vault. Yeah. <laughs> so that we got to hear this song. But yeah, so is there anything else you want to say about uh, during repetition? I, I, I mean, I'm I'm sure that I could find more <laughs> more to say about it. But um, but I, I think I have probably uh, I've, I've been my effusive enough in my praise so we'll leave it at that well let's go to plugs then is there anything you wish to plug yeah so um i have the usual i have uh my my blog and my podcast on prince uh both of which are called dance music sex romance and you can find them at princesongs.org i also have a new project that um i'm 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 launching my my sister and i are launching a um a, a zine and um, called Dystopian Dance Party. And the first issue is, conveniently enough, um, going to be themed around Prince. So we're actually accepting <laughs> submissions for writing art um, inspired in some way by 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 Prince. Uh, and um, you can check that out. Check out the uh, the call for submissions at dystopiandanceparty.com. Great stuff. And of course, you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track, or you can follow us on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you could even email us, not sure why you would, at princetrackbytrack at gmail.com. Thanks very much for being my guest here, uh, Zachary. Thank you for having me. And otherwise, look. <laughs> the new power generation has just taken control. <laughs> <laughs>